The Mummers in the Little Theater of the Air. Now, the hermit. What's all the racket about? Well, stop crying and tell me what it is. There was someone in my room. Oh, you've been dreaming. No, no. I woke up and heard, heard my door creaking open. I could feel it. There was someone standing in my room. And then I heard them run down the stairs after I called out. Hubert, you've got to go downstairs and look. Well, of course I'll look, but you don't think there's going to be anyone in the house after all you're screaming, do you? Oh, Hubert, wait a minute. I'm going with you. You better stay right in bed, Cora. No, I'm afraid. You said you heard someone go downstairs. I know, but I won't stay here alone. All right, come on. I think you just had a nightmare. Oh, no. That's a nice way to wake a guy up out of a sound sleep. All the screaming. Oh, you'd have screamed, too. Yeah, not much. I tried to nab whoever it was. Look, careful, Hubert. Burglar may have a gun. I can't find the light switch here in the living room. I'll get it. What? Look. The rug is kicked up. Someone was in here. And look. The things on the table have all been disturbed. Yeah. Hubert, where are you going? Well, to look through the house. Oh, wait for me. Dining room window. I see it. Well, by George. It came in through the dining room window. Well, it should have been locked. I thought it was. I haven't had these windows open for ages, not since I've been home. Well, I'll be... Where are you going? Why, to phone the police. There sure has been someone in this house. Looks like they used this window for entrance and escape, all right. Uh, Hal, find any footprints outside the window? No, 
Not a darn one. Hmm. Well, maybe they didn't use the window. Well, there's a cement drive outside this window. It's possible they could have stepped on the cement both entering and leaving. We'll take fingerprints of the window. Now, let's see. Uh, a few questions. You were the only one who heard the noise, Mrs. Armour. Yes. I heard the door to my bedroom open slowly, then close, and then someone running downstairs. And the first thing you heard? My wife screaming. How far is your room from hers? Just across the hall. Are you a sound sleeper, Mr. Armour? Well, I guess so. I rarely wake up during the night. And you, Mrs. Armour? I don't sleep so well. You see, I've been ill and in the hospital. I, I'm not well at all. I... <laughs> There, now, Cora, everything's all right. My wife had a nervous breakdown recently, officer. Oh, I see. Well, just a few more questions, and then we'll let you go back to bed. Uh, any valuables in the house? No valuables, exactly. I usually have quite a bit of money on me. Why is that? Well, I don't bank anymore. Cash my salary checks, and what I don't put into bonds, I use to pay bills. How about tonight? Oh, the money's safe in my room. How do you know, Hubert? Oh, silly, I looked when you yelled burglar. Who knows that you carry a good sum of money around with you, Armour? Oh, I don't know. Some of the boys around the office, I guess. I may have mentioned it in the bar. Hmm. You got those fingerprints, Hal? All set. Yeah, we won't disturb you anymore tonight. Obviously, there's no one here now. They didn't get anything this time, and they may not disturb you again. Oh, I hope not. It was awful. My nerves can't stand it. Go back and get a good night's rest. That is, what's left of it. You won't have any visitors again tonight. Good morning, Mrs. Armour. Remember me? Oh, yes. You're one of the policemen who was here last night. Mind if I come in? I'd like to ask you a few questions. Oh, no, come in. I was just out in the kitchen finishing up the breakfast dishes. Well, then we'll go out there. I can talk to you while you work. Uh, did you sleep after we left? Well, yes, sir, I did. And you know, this morning I can't remember much of what happened last night. That's all? But I don't remember things well at all. Not since I've been sick. Lots of times things are foggy with me. How long were you in the hospital, Mrs. Armour? Let's see. It was... Well, it was a long time, over a month, I guess. What brought on your illness, Mrs. Armour? Well, sir, I don't know exactly. Were you unhappy? Yes, sir, I was. What about? Well, Hubert got so he didn't pay any attention to me. That's so? Stayed out a lot nights? Yes, he did. He was never home. But since I've been in the hospital, he's been wonderful to me. Kind and good and home every night. Oh, came to his senses, didn't he? Yes, sir. There's been a great change in Hubert. That's good. Yes. I feel like I can get well now. Of course, the burglar coming has upset me. Coming into my room like that and standing there in the darkness. Hubert says if it wasn't for that window being open in the dining room, we might just think of it as a bad dream I had. Well, Mrs. Armour, we're going to keep an eye on the house. And we want you to help us. All right. What do you want me to do? If you see any strange persons hanging around here in the daytime or night, you call the 4th Street Station and report it. Now, uh, here's the telephone number. Or anything strange that happens, you remember and tell us. Sure, I will. 
the best I can. You know, it might be a good thing, Mrs. Armour, if you wrote things down in a notebook, as long as you can't recall things very well. Oh, what should I write down? Oh, anything odd that happens. And uh, what's more, Mrs. Armour, you keep this notebook a secret, just between you and me. Think you could do this? Why, sure, I guess so. Not even tell your husband? I could keep it from him. Good. Now, let's see. Suppose you keep these notes under the mattress of your bed. Only you and I will know that they're there. Write down anything you want to and keep it for me. There was a peddler at the door this afternoon. He had funny eyes. I thought he might be the burglar come back again. Didn't let him in. He went to Mrs. Joyce's next door. She didn't let him in either. Hubert read to me tonight about a burglary on the south side of town. This burglar got in through a window, too, the basement window. He took money and silverware. We haven't got any good silverware. Fifteen minutes to twelve, midnight. I just woke up, and I'm scared. Awful scared. I'm writing in this notebook because I've sort of got accustomed to doing it. And it steadies my nerves a little. I've been writing in it for a couple of weeks now. But the policeman called Hal hasn't been around to see it. Maybe it's because I haven't called or had anything to tell him. But I'm scared tonight. It was at supper that Hubert said... You aren't frightened of burglars anymore, are you, Cora? Sometimes I'm afraid of him coming back again. Oh, fiddlesticks. There won't be any more disturbance after all this time has passed. Oh, I hope you're right. Of course I am. Well, anyhow, I have to go out tonight. You... Oh, Hubert. Now, don't cloud up and cry, baby. No one's going to hurt you. What's more, we'll see that all the windows are locked and the doors. Why do you have to go out, Hubert? A buyer. His boss asked me to see him tonight. I'm afraid. Terribly afraid. Now, listen. There's nothing to be afraid of. Before I go, I'll see that you're safely tucked in your bed. Well, you were complaining before supper about being tired. So you can take a little sleeping pill and go to bed early. Then I'll lock all the doors and you'll be as safe as a bug in a rug. What's more, I'm going to be home early. I told the boss I couldn't leave my wife for too long a time. So Hubert got me all fixed up. And after taking the pill, I did fall asleep. But a little while ago, something must have woke me up. It's exactly 12, and Hubert isn't home yet. I know because I just called out and he didn't answer me. It must have been about 10 or 15 minutes ago that I woke up and heard something outside my room. Footsteps. 
there would be one step. And then a long pause. And then another. For a minute, I was so scared I couldn't even breathe. Somehow, I just seemed to know that whoever was coming down the hall was coming to my room. And for me... For a few seconds, I couldn't move. Just sort of paralyzed with fear. And then I got brave enough to reach out and turn on my bed lamp. The person must have been real close to my room when the light went on. There was one more step. And then they stopped. Officer Hal, as true as I'm writing, they stopped right outside my door. I heard a board creak. Then all was very, very still. For almost years, it seemed. And then I heard, very quietly, as if someone was tiptoeing, footsteps leaving my room. The light has frightened them away. Oh, I'm so certain that it was someone coming for me, but what am I going to do? I'm too truly afraid to go downstairs and phone for the police. I'm going to call out to Hubert again. Hubert? Hubert? No, Hubert isn't home yet. Or perhaps... Perhaps whoever has come into this house has done something to Hubert. Hubert! I know it. Someone just moved outside my door. I'm going to hide this notebook under the mattress like you told me to do. And then I shall scream out the window for help. a notebook under the mattress. She goes to the window, opens it, and is ready to scream for help. The door to her bedroom opens, and she calls out in terror. She sees a man standing there with a gun in his hand. One pleading cry, and then... Ha, 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 ha. 
hear a key turn in the door. The door unlocks. Swings open. And closes. Then the light switch is clicked on. Hubert Armour stands in the hallway of his home. He steps over to the mirror hanging on the wall. He looks himself over carefully. Brushes his hair with his hands. Now he looks at the stairs leading up to Cora's room. He pauses for a few seconds. Then he walks into the living room. Turns on the lamp beside his chair. Sits down. From his pocket, takes the early morning edition of the paper. He scans it. Hmm. Dropping the paper all around his chair. Now he rises. Turns off the lamp. Walks into the hall. He calls Cora's knee. Cora! Cora, you awake? Naturally, there's no answer. For Cora lies murdered in her bedroom. A large red stain soaking the carpet on the floor. The blood is dripping slowly. Slowly, a crimson pool is collecting there. Hubert calls again. Cora! Cora, I'm home. And now he looks about him into the darkened room leading off from the hallway. Now there's a startled look of apprehension, fear on his face as he begins to mount the stairs. Hmm. Cora, are you awake? Hubert pauses outside a door, just as the murderer did only a little time before. He listens, and now his hand reaches out for the doorknob. Cora! Cora! She's dead. Blood. She's dead. Dead! Operator, get me police headquarters, please. Hello, police headquarters. This is Hubert Armour, 97864 Crawford Street. Come at once. Hurry, it's my wife. She's been murdered. <laughs> Suppose you tell your story over again, just as you told it before. And you left the house when? At 7.30, officer. And where did you go then? I went directly to the office where I was to meet Mrs. Davis. Was she there when you arrived? Oh, yes, sir. She was waiting in her car outside the office building. And this was uh, approximately at what time? Well, I think it must have been about 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Mrs. Davis will be able to verify this? Oh, yes, of course, officer. Well, why are you grilling me so carefully? That isn't going to help us find out who killed my wife. Go on with your story. Well, I suggested to Mrs. Davis that we drop into the Greenbrier Club to discuss her insurance policy, and she agreed. Yes? Go on. So we left her car standing near the office, and she got into mine, and we drove to the Greenbrier Club. The doorman took care of your car? Oh, yes, sir, and you'll remember that. Well, you can check all of this that I'm telling you. We will. Go on. Well, there isn't any more to tell. We sat there and talked, had a bite to eat. What time did you leave the club? Oh, a little after ten, I think. Then what did you do? Well, I took Mrs. Davis over to her car. Then? I drove straight home, put the car in the garage. What time did you get home, Mr. Armour? I didn't look at my watch, but it must have been a little after eleven. But you didn't call us about the murder of your wife until twenty minutes after midnight. 
Why was that? I didn't know my wife was murdered, officer. I called out to her when I came home, but she seemed to be sleeping. She'd taken a sleeping pill before I left tonight, so naturally I thought she was still asleep. So what did you do then? I went into the living room with a paper, sat there and read a while. All the while until I, I went upstairs and discovered my wife's murder. I don't, I don't know what time it was I called you. We know. And we know other things, Hubert Armour. We know at what time your wife was murdered. She told us. But what do you mean, she told you? She told us just as much as if she were alive now. But I don't understand what you're driving at. No. And when your wife told us at what time she was murdered, she also told us who murdered her. But who? Who did it? You were very clever, Hubert Armour, from the very start. When you planned this crime. When you called us here to hunt for a burglar who was no one but yourself. That's a lie. You built this thing up slowly. Tonight you carefully accounted for the, your time up till 11 o'clock. The remainder of your alibi was weak. It might have been strong enough if Cora Armour had not left us a notebook on crime. Uh, uh, what? I asked her to keep a notebook. To tell me all the strange things that happened in this house. She did. She kept it faithfully. Midnight tonight... You, according to her own writing, were not home. She called out to you, but you didn't answer. But you were here. You came in. You crept to the door of her room. You lost your nerve. You came back at midnight, shot her, left the house to dispose of the gun, returned, sat down on your chair and looked at the paper, then went upstairs to look in her room and to report her murder. Yes, Armour, you had it all planned very carefully, but you didn't reckon with Cora Armour's notebook. There's someone outside my door. I know it. Someone just moved outside my door. I'm going to hide this notebook under the mattress like you told me to do. And then I shall scream out the window for help. You heard the scream, didn't you, Hubert Armour? You heard it? No. No, I didn't. You heard the scream, all right. She made it when you opened the door, when you lifted the gun to fire on she her. She didn't scream. She just called out, don't please. Oh. I admit it, I killed her. She was a stone around my neck, nagging, never well. I hated her. I wanted freedom. She wasn't well because she feared you, Hubert. She feared you all the while. It was fear that sent her down to a sanitarium. In her heart, Cora Armour feared death at your hands. And yet, without her notebook, you might have gone free of the crime of murdering her. did a notebook kept by a woman right up until the second of her death bring a murderer to justice. A notebook which spoke as strongly as if Cora had returned from the spirit world to point her finger at the guilty one. Yes. Turn on your lights. Turn them on. I'll be back. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> Characters, places, and occurrences mentioned in the Hermit's Cave are fictitious, and similarity to persons, places, and occurrences is purely accidental. Mm -hmm.